She dropped the phone and fell back against the floor, taking deep breaths. And then big, strong hands were grabbing her, lifting her as if she weighed nothing. Familiar hands, hands she immediately recognized, even though it had been two years since they had last touched her. Harry carefully lowered her onto the sofa. Behind him, the front door was wide open, and Tina saw his keys still hanging from the lock. I'm so sorry, baby. I didn't want to just walk in and scare you. Apparently, she wasn't the only one who had changed when the cameras were put away. His face was tanned, and his hair was much lighter, sun-bleached in places. His t-shirt stretched over his sculpted chest and muscular arms. He was both the Harry she'd always known, and, somehow, a stranger, her late-night fantasy come alive. I'm fine, she slowly kicked her leg out a few times while Harry expertly palpated her knee with his fingers. Just scared myself and freaked out a little. She tried to get up, but Harry held her in place with an unyielding grip. Slow down. You might be hurt and not realize it. Very easy to do some serious damage that way. But... Harry put his hand firmly over her mouth and shook his head, his brown eyes warm. Let me take care of you. If I can do it for a never-ending line of strangers on the other side of the world, I can damned sure do it for the woman I... He trailed off. For you. He jumped to his feet. Be right back. Tina blinked. What was that about? The last few weeks he'd been largely incommunicado because he was traveling overland from South Sudan to Tanzania. Had something changed? She thought of the pretty doctor Harry worked with, Susan Getty, Tina had only met her once, but the way Susan followed Harry's every move, it was clear she'd fallen head over heels in love. Tina hadn't been happy when she learned they'd both accepted posts at the same traveling hospital in eastern Africa, but she'd held her tongue. The front door swung closed, and Harry headed toward the bedroom, an enormous backpack hanging from his shoulder and two swollen duffel bags in his hands. Tina watched until he disappeared. She tried to imagine Harry cheating but she couldn't. He wasn't that sort of man. But if he'd fallen for Susan, he wouldn't break the news in an email. Harry would insist on telling her in person. Tina shook her head. She was being silly. All this worrying was just the result of not sleeping the night before, coupled with the shock of nearly breaking her neck when she tumbled off the couch. She leaned over, collected her phone, and sent a text to Rachel that everything was fine. The buzzer rang. Tina struggled to her feet. Her knee didn't hurt, but she could feel that she'd whacked it good. Probably earned herself a lovely bruise as a souvenir. Harry rushed out of the bedroom, and when he saw Tina standing, he crossed the room and easily picked her up. Where does my kitten want to go? Kitchen. Or you could take the pie out the oven for me. I'll do both. She closed her eyes and inhaled the essence of him, he always smelled like aftershave and soap, but now he smelled different too. Foreign. Faced with uncertainty, Tina did what she did best, namely eat pie and drink coffee. Harry had three slices while he told her about the last few weeks, how they'd almost gotten robbed, when camping in a field one night, and how their plane never showed up. He'd managed to talk his way into a different itinerary, one with fewer stops, getting him back to the States hours earlier. Your pies are amazing. 
Harry loaded their plates and forks into the dishwasher. I used to fantasize about them. Think I made some of the others crazy, always talking about your pies. About. He shook his head. How's your leg? What had he almost said? Talking about what? He had a secret. She was sure of it.